calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is of gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Welcome to this podcast, Sovereign Wealth Funds Sourced by Oil Revenues. I'm Usman Hayat from CFA Institute, and joining me is Benhard Scherer, who is Professor of Finance at Ad Hoc Business School and has carried out research on sovereign wealth funds sourced by oil revenues. Many thanks. Very good to be here. Let me start off by asking you, how would you describe sovereign wealth funds sourced by oil revenues? I think there are two types of sovereign wealth funds we need to distinguish. There are the reserve-based uh, sovereign wealth funds that are basically fed by a massive inflow in foreign exchange reserves. And uh, to the degree that these uh, inflows need to be sterilized in order to avoid the monetary base uh, rising, it's not quite clear uh, that they truly represent sovereign wealth because you need to issue domestic debt against it. On the other side, the, uh, the oil-based sovereign wealth funds are directly fed from revenues either owned or, or, or taxed and therefore directly represents sovereign wealth uh, that can be uh, used for either macroeconomic risk management or is somewhat stored for intergenerational transfers. What are some of the reasons these sovereign wealth funds sourced by oil revenue were created? And I think the, the, the most obvious reason is, is a return argument. It's basically how we would call the uh, the, um, the oil to equity transformation um, but there are also quite interesting risk arguments we know, you know, everybody knows for now that oil is very volatile and the, an economy wants to hedge itself against the, the impact of these oil on, on, on consumption so to the degree that these funds uh, can help in consumption smoothing they are very valuable in, in, in uh, creating welfare in the economy. The normal routes to consumption smoothing which are either hedging or, or borrowing do not apply because these countries are very often um, credit constraint and the, uh, the market for hedging is not complete. You do not get uh, as much hedge as you need uh, for hedging of these uh, oil revenues. On the, uh, on the other side, there's, there's an interesting diversification argument. Uh, and uh, there are two routes to diversification. The first one is either is macro diversification. You want to actually invest or build industries that are orthogonal to your oil-based economy. Um, this is very difficult, and it goes against the idea of international specialization. And countries who have tried find it, I guess, difficult uh, to succeed. Investment diversification, on the other side, is, is more easy uh, to, to achieve, and I think that is somewhat the preferred route to the kind of self-insurance the, these countries want to go. What does your research suggest about asset allocation by these sovereign wealth funds sourced by oil revenues? That's a very good question, a very interesting question, as there is very, very little knowledge of how they really invest. So we basically start from, from scratch, what theory normatively say how they should invest. Um, and and the, the idea that I have about this problem is that 
basically it's like an asset location problem with non-tradable worlds. You have the underground worlds that is non-tradable, you have your financial worlds, that is what the sovereign wealth fund invest, uh, invests in, and the idea is that you would not like to replicate the same bets in your financial worlds that you already have in your underground worlds. So basically means do not take oil price risk or buy stocks with oil price sensitivity in your, in your financial worlds. A fund like uh, like Adia, for example, uh, they should invest into something that is recession hedging, an asset that pays off in the state of the world uh, when your oil price, your your, your underground wealth is is down. So you have diversification between your underground wealth and your um, and your financial wealth. The same applies, uh, you know, by the way, to to all type of uh, sovereign wealth funds. And let's say even the uh, FX-based uh, sovereign wealth funds. Let's take an example. Let's take China. Uh, they are very exposed to uh, to the dollar, to U.S. consumer demand, to commodity prices. These should all be driving uh, forces that affect the asset location. Do not duplicate the same bets. What are your views on the use of leverage by these sovereign wealth funds? Economies are richer than they think. They are much richer than the, than the wealth they have tied up in the sovereign wealth fund because they also have the underground wealth. So basically, in order to have a meaning impact on the total sovereign wealth, uh, the, the sovereign wealth fund needs to invest you know, fairly aggressively in order to balance out the risks that come from the, from the, uh, the non-tradable wealth. Uh, if, if you think about, again, uh, Adia, uh, the, the uh, Abu Dhabi-based uh, sovereign wealth funds, to the degree that these fund is, is growing over time, they will deleverage their, the, their investments uh, at the time when they are relatively small towards the, 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 the economy as a whole, they need to be investing more aggressively. So over time, I would anticipate that sovereign wealth funds uh, invest less aggressively as they grow in size relative to the remaining sovereign wealth. And, and when I say aggressively, I, I, mean, I mean leverage. Investing more aggressively means taking more leverage. What impact does uncertainty regarding oil reserves have on asset allocation of these sovereign wealth funds? Yeah. The, the uncertainty about the size of your, of, your, of your reserves, either because you might have disputed claims or you're not quite sure how big the oil field is, actually has quite an interesting influence on the, on the return distribution of, uh, of, of sovereign wealth. Our research shows that uh, uncertainty about the size of your resources as well as uh, uh, the returns makes your return distribution much more extreme, much more fat-tailed, and, and as a consequence, uh, uh, that would make you invest less aggressively. So that's basically counterbalancing to what I said in, in, in the previous question. The, the more uncertainty there is about the size of, uh, of your sovereign wealth, the less aggressively you will invest. And my final question to you is, how would you summarize your key findings from your research based on sovereign wealth funds sourced by oil revenue? I think the, the most important point is that economies are more wealthy than they think because they have uh, the sovereign wealth, 
the sovereign wealth need to be figured into the asset location. You cannot look at an asset as a sovereign wealth fund in isolation. You have to look at how it correlates with the remaining sovereign wealth in, in an economy. It's basically a, a macroeconomic risk management exercise in which you have to figure in all type of uncertainties, not only the uncertainty about um, return distributions, but also the uncertainty about the size of, of the sovereign uh, wealth fund. That has interesting implications, as I said before, about the, the, com um, that the uh, total return distribution. Um, that this is part of the research that Deutsche Bank sponsors uh, at EDHEC. This concludes our podcast on sovereign wealth funds sourced by oil revenues. Thank you, Professor Scherer, for your time, and thank you for listening to us. If you would like to know more about sovereign wealth funds, please listen to episode 21 of our Take 15 series, What Are Sovereign Wealth Funds, which you can find at www.cfawebcast.org. Copyright 2010, CFA Institute. No part may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, electronic, mechanical, recording, or otherwise, without the express prior written permission of CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.